Welcome to Season 4, Episode 12 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and then an agile meeting of a fifth season. Today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 12 of Fringe, Welcome to Westfield. My name is Charlie, and joining me for today's retrospective are David and Nick. Hi, I'm David. I've been working Hi. on getting the podcast edited on time, and that adds value to the team because <laughs> it releases on time. Hi, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm not employed right now, so I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, you'll never get employed at this rate. You have to say you, you've done agile software development if you ever want a job again. Would you, uh, would you even know what we're talking about if you got a job? <laughs> like... um... Likely not, at least to start. It really depends on the job that I get. Um, <laughs> I, I in school, we don't, we know do agile. We we do fancy words. I mean, that's not true. I learned all about agile in school. Yeah, yeah also so <laughs> did I. And we all went to the same schools, so I'm feeling like Nick <laughs> fell asleep in class one day. We did have three um, different majors, to be fair. <laughs> I'm true. pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that my major probably looked at that, went, "That's bullshit. Why would we ever use that for what we do?" And then just like walked away. Yes, the course that taught the agile learning was only had to be taken by my major and the software engineers. Yeah. So. Shocker. The normal Shocker. engineers go, everything we do is perfect because we're engineers. The normal engineers go to you and be like, hey, why does my command line not work? And then it's a notepad. I'm still <laughs> fucking furious about that. Those idiot firsties. I wake up in a cold sweat at night remembering that day. And you look at them and go, wait, are you shitting me? Or is this real? What do you mean? Is is this a joke? <laughs> just, uh, typing, just typing CD in a notepad. <laughs> and then a new line. And then they're like, oh, man, I best I type in the next command. <laughs> LSCD, LSCD, wait, why isn't it working? I know, pseudo-LS. <laughs> <laughs> hey, legitimately, you sometimes um, need that command. <laughs> sometimes you got to poke around in directories you're not supposed to be able to see. My work's uh, Linux systems. We just do uh, pseudo-aliases. So you just pseudo into a different user when you need to do stuff. Oh, yeah. Which is supposed to be the more secure way because you can assign those specifically. And then you can also lock yeah. off that access as you need. But. Yeah, but sometimes I need to be admin, and I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> but I'm also it's admin. just like project servers, so it doesn't matter. What have you been up to, Nick? Um, I yeah, I I've been good to hear. I've been I've been I've been honestly, it it sort of felt like I've been making a presentation, but it sort of felt like I've just been twiddling my thumbs because I need someone to sign off on a. I'll um, sign it. I'll uh, sign it. No, you you guys aren't cool enough to sign it. I'll forge um, David's signature. What if I get my dad to sign it? He has doctorates. Um, <laughs> he's also not cool enough. He didn't get invited to the to the defense. Wow, wow. Uh, David's dad is definitely cool enough. <laughs> That's this fair, is yeah. <laughs> this is the man who went. Why would I want to <laughs> stay at your house and eat food on your birthday? I have a much better TV at my house peace oh yeah you're, oh, you're yeah, missing no. context of that story <laughs> no there's no context needed <laughs> they dropped off food for your birthday and then fucked off home 
Well, no, that was a different time. The, the time you're thinking specifically of is when we went to go get McDonald's once and you were with <laughs> yeah. me and my parents came because it was like my birthday. So like, yeah, we'll, we'll buy. What do you want? And I went McDonald's and they went, all right, fine. Also, here's my friend, Charlie. He wants McDonald's too. <laughs> um so they got us mcdonald's and then i was separating our foods into two different bags so i had charlie and i food and then i was putting their food in one bag and my mom came by and was like wait what are you doing i'm like oh i'm separating our food so you can just take this and go home my mom was like what no we'll hang out for a bit like we can chat and talk like i don't know if dad wants to do that then we got back to (laughs) charlie and i's place and my dad went all right let's grab our food and go Mom was like, what, you don't want to hang out and talk? Dad's like, nah, why would I do that when I have my own house? Uh, It was awesome. Uh, I've only, like, interacted with your parents a handful of times, and it's always been wonderful interactions. Oh, yeah. Like, like coming down for breakfast, and there's an omelet and chopsticks, and you're just like, Mom, Charlie doesn't know how to use chopsticks. Why get him a fork? And she's like, okay, sorry, sorry. I'm like, it's fine. I don't want to be a burden. Well, it's especially not had to eat an omelet with them. Like, hey, I did it. I managed. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, Nick's interacted with my parents too much, have you? Um, I have. I met your dad when he was helping you move into uh, the the old house. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And I have interacted with your mom when she offered me watermelon that one time. Um, oh, yeah. When I showed up at your house randomly late at night. It was great. When you showed up to my house to say hello. <laughs> and over the phone, I went, hey, do you guys want watermelon? My mom's offering you watermelon. You went, no. And I told her, okay, they don't want watermelon. And then she still showed up 10 minutes later and cut watermelon. It was lovely. I don't remember if either of us, if either yeah. of myself or okay. uh, my okay. girlfriend accepted it. Okay, yeah, Nick. Yeah, it's lovely. Except that when, not when it's your life. When that's every interaction I, you have with the woman. When she goes, listen, do you want listen, this? David. And I go, no, thank you. And then she still shows up later of it. And then she calls listen, you fat. David. Yes, and then she calls me fat. And I'm like, you literally offered me food every two hours today. And now you're calling me fat to my face. I don't understand. You, you made me this way. Listen, David, I understand the distinction, but to me, it was lovely, uh, because it is not, that is something that I had the one interaction with, and it was great. Uh. <laughs> what about you, Charlie? What have you been up to? I feel like um, we've also buried the lead. Like, it was Thanksgiving last weekend, guys. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone I have was... Thanksgiving plans or anything? Well, I was about oh, to yeah. go into that before I was so rudely cut off. I'll fucking kill you. David. I'm I putting spent it on like my cam ten plan, hours in a car, <laughs> a three-hour oh. drive because people forgot how to drive. Ended up taking like four and a half hours. Oh god! Oh, don't don't worry, Charlie. I was in the same boat. Oh, it was horrible. Uh, you guys I... both go home for uh, Thanksgiving. We went to my house. We mm-hmm. went to or not my house. I'm in my house. We went to visit my mom, and so that's like normally a, like two and a half hour. Two and a half, three hour drive east of where we are. And then we have to go visit my girlfriend's family, which is an hour and a half west of where I live. But that means it's like four hours. Oh, God. Did you did you go to visit your mom on the Friday? Like, was that? No, we went up like Friday. We went up. No, we went up Saturday. Uh, So um, I I left where I'm living right now. Um, 
to go I like I, you I guys here being at one. So vague about it when we've doxed where you live so many times. That's that's fair. I left from Guelph, because we all know where I live at least in Guelph. Uh, I left there um at one PM. I arrived up at my cottage um at seven PM. There was oh, one hour gross. that I was not in a car driving. That's disgusting. <laughs> what did you do in that hour? Jack off? Um <laughs> No, I stopped in at my parents' house uh, to fix my mouse because my cousin just demolished my mouse when he came to visit. Was it nostalgic? (laughs) Can you tell David has had work training this week and wants to die? I have four more hours tomorrow. I'm so glad we don't have D and D until the day after that. (laughs) Listen, D and D went fine. You're right. <laughs> we'll see. That's rough, uh, though. Yeah, six hours in a car? Yeah, no, it was great. It was six hours in a car, and then it was four hours on the way back. So I also did ten hours of driving this weekend. Rough. Um, As the person took... driving, too, that sucks. I Mine yeah. was at least broken up with, like, family and dogs. I had family. I had my, I had my cousin with me both ways. Um, oh, right. Is, is that a positive? Away. Is that <laughs> yeah, a no, positive? Cool. He's yeah, cool. no, having Trust having me. met him, that that would be a fine car ride. He's he's cool. There there were certain family interactions I had this weekend that were not as cool, but we're not going to get into them here. Uh, oh, did anyone come out as an anti-masker? No, uh, don't don't worry about it, David. We'll talk about them later. Uh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> fill me with suspense, why don't you? <laughs> I went to my sister's place on Sunday. Uh, which is a nice short hour drive away. <laughs> yeah, with their fucking extra steps. Oh, Those were some fancy steps that you sent. What the hell was that? Would have I? I couldn't live in that house. I would spook myself drunk going to bed. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. My brother-in-law redid their staircase flooring and all of their basement floors. Um, it's not actual hardwood. It's like the uh, faux hardwood, but they the redid laminate. it. Yeah, they redid it, and I think my niece, uh, they asked my niece what she wanted, and she went, light upstairs! And so my brother-in-law, being the engineer, and my sister, also being an engineer, went, we can do that! And they installed cool. I can imagine as a kid, that'd be sweet. Yeah, they installed motion sensors, and then lights under the, uh, like, lip of the step, so that when you approach the staircase, they light up. As they, uh, you come up. And it's RGB, so they can change it to whatever color they want as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, would spook the fucking hell out of me. I would forget <laughs> they're there. As a kid, uh, that would be so goddamn cool. <laughs> it, hey, right now, it's so damn goddamn cool. <laughs> like, exactly. At my current age, I think that's awesome. Didn't even um, cost them too much, because I think they only had to do four Instagram posts for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, well, good on them. That's what I will say to that part. Good on them. What you don't know is how much they're paid for those Instagram posts. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that covered their entire floor read, Reno. Hey, because really? unlike Twitch, Instagram didn't get all of its shit leaked. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> really feeling the rat race right about now. Uh... <laughs> Listen, the amount of work I've seen them put in those Instagram pictures, like it's it's like five, six hours of work 
<laughs> like yeah, it's it's fairly compensated work i will put it at that like <laughs> they're not like it's not like man you had such an easy job people just throwing money at you it's yeah no you earned that uh it's a lot of money but you definitely yeah. earned it <laughs> You're spending a lot of time in the post-processing step. Plus, that that was a lot of photos that you took to get the good one. Yeah. Well, specifically, yeah. so specifically for those, it's they're being paid by Big Turkey uh, to make up turkey recipes and okay. make Instagram posts about those. So Big they actually turkey? got a yeah. It's God, literally like this... the turkey farmers. <laughs> like, God, the idea so of they got a they, they got a they they got to make up the recipes themselves and everything. Is, is this is Big Turkey's uh, like goal um just to like take down big chicken at this point <laughs> i like, mean like is that they, the is that the plan here they're still paying my sister i guess so who knows listen they can they can replace you know 10 percent of those chicken products with turkey products think about how much of a mark being seen <laughs> turkey is just such a more noticeable flavor than chicken is the problem like sometimes you don't want to taste the meat taste you taste your food <laughs> sometimes you just uh, want to you want it to be nice and bland so you can lather it in mayo and like <laughs> make a salad out of it do you not put I'm mayo on your turkey i'm so upset by both of those statements what if you're making a chicken salad how else do you of course you gotta use mayo okay but you you said if you want to slather it in mayo or make a salad with it. You presented those as two separate meals. Also, I'd like to point out, because I'm curious to know if either of you guys have heard about heard about this, um, but um, Hellman's had like a post or something come out like in the last couple days that was like, hey, why not try mayo in your coffee? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I mean, I would accept that from Hellman's because it is their prerogative to sell mayo. And they uh, yeah, may have this... they may have sold some bottles of mayo of people going, "What the fuck are you talking about?" and going out to buy mayo and try it. Like, if it was like just like the Food Network, then I would demand them to be hung and quartered. Yeah, what no. Fuck? Oh, Charlie's right? looking it up. Anyways, <laughs> TV Guide, guys. This has been fifteen minutes of nothing. <laughs> I, I know, but uh, now I really want to go into mayo in your coffee. That's it. That's the tweet. Nope, that wasn't a typo. Mayo in your coffee. It's called having a sophisticated palate. I think the mayo benefits of putting mayo in your coffee include mayo in your coffee, coffee in your mayo. Fucking, I fucking hate these fucking Zoomer fucking social network accounts. Like, we get it. Wendy's was funny once. That was a long time ago. Give it up. We need to go back to the TV Guide era, where they barely say anything at all, but you get the gist of it. Like, Peter, okay. Olivia, and Walter are trapped in a town from which there is no escape during a mysterious fringe event. <laughs> that like, could what be the anything. fuck does that mean? <laughs> that could be absolutely anything. God, I, 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 love, I love these fringe TV Guides. I need to, like, go and take a look and see if other TV Guides were also this bad. Yes. Um, <laughs> were they is that just the answer because like i love it like this is th that that is great i i think without a doubt other tv guides were also that bad because so like for sure there is absolutely no way that if i've never heard of fringe and i'm reading like the t like i'm given one of those like you guys remember the like old like you know you used to get like tv guide in your newspaper sort of thing yeah. um, no we never got the newspaper because like, i didn't have money 
Ah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, anyways, Charlie. And I've it. bummed we'll him out. Charlie, <laughs> um, Charlie bum him yeah. out. Charlie, do it. Nah. Nah. Um, anyways, we didn't just get, like... We didn't get TV Guide because we didn't have a TV. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Anyways. Um... <laughs> He's trying so hard. He's fighting through it. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Uh... We, we went into the store to buy one and they said, we don't serve your kind here. <laughs> See, Charlie, but now I can't lightheartedly back off on that one. <laughs> so all I can wow, say is... Wow, lightheartedly? You saying something, Nick? <laughs> My family used to have a TV before the Cultural Revolution. <laughs> I, hey, you did that to yourselves. <laughs> We're doing race stuff here, not political stuff. It's, As we it's know, okay, race guys. and politics are completely separate. It's okay, guys. I'll mute my mic for the next 10, 15 minutes. You guys get it all out and let me know when I should come back. <laughs> Just Charlie and I getting progressively more sad <laughs> with our statements. <laughs> Come back just like Peter is doing to Olivia in this dream. Ooh, they wow, fucking... Wow, I, I segued back into it. <laughs> but yeah, Olivia's having a sexy dream about Peter. And he's like, she's like, oh, I love you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, me too, maybe. We'll see. I got a thing lined up on Friday. We'll see if that falls through. I love spending time with you. <laughs> We should spend a whole traumatic event together again. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm back now. Uh, Did you actually mute your mic? Yeah, we were enjoy. going into the episode. I know. <laughs> yeah, and then a phone. I'm not goes cutting off. anything you said during that time. I hope you're aware of this. Oh no, David, just I mean slurs. <laughs> it's just a lot of slurs. Anyways. Yeah, no, uh, there's, Olivia's having the weird sex dream this time, not Peter. Uh, it's great. <laughs> is that a weird sex dream, or is that just a sex dream? I'm pretty sure it's weird, because it's very much a, a lot more intimate than I feel like Olivia's probably considered Peter at any point before. I mean, maybe intimacy is just her kink. That's, uh, <laughs> Someone loving me. Oh, that's my fetish. I mean, I with have... how emotionally damaged she is, maybe? <laughs> I also have a weird thing. So, like, question for both of you guys. Have you guys had, like, like when it comes to, like, the sex dream, like, this sort of thing. Like, I swear, the couple times where I remember if I've had a sex dream, I will cuck myself out of them every single goddamn time. Like, something will come up right before whatever's supposed to occur happens. <laughs> Wait, is that what? is that you're, just a me I'm thing? Sorry, okay, what? okay, first of all, you're not using the word cuck properly. <laughs> you're right, I'm not. But, like, I, I'm cock-blocking myself every no, goddamn there time. There we go, there no. we go. That's the correct term. You've got in, it. In Nick's sex dreams, a different version of him that he has no control over comes in and takes control of the dream and he is powerless to do anything oh man that would be way worse uh, uh no I've, n I've never had a sex dream so like I, I don't think i could ever say that i've had one because yeah no something will always stop stop anything before anything can happen like that's that's just what happens i, man, what I think you're alone in that my dude or you're in the all minority right. all right I'm at the very least of the minority, given we've now had three, and at least David has said he just doesn't have any, so he doesn't have to answer mm -hmm. any problematic questions about them. And Charlie, I've just never had one. 
do you ever do you have a dream once where like you're in a bathroom and like someone's trying to get in and there's a snake coming out of the toilet and you're trying to fight the snake i'm sorry what it's a sean lock bit <laughs> okay rest in peace <laughs> i was like that's david you're getting very specific here <laughs> He goes on like like a five minute tangent about a weird dream. (laughs) And then he's like to John, the other panelist or something like, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Anyhow, Olivia is woken up from her sex dream uh, with Peter by Peter. And he's like, hey. um, Sorry uh, if I woke you up or no. (laughs) Sorry, did I wake you up? And Olivia kind of goes very awkwardly. "Uh, No, no, no problem at all. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, that's your had a sex dream voice. Did you just have a sex dream? She's like, how did you know? <laughs> um, but apparently Peter uh, and Walter have made some sort of big breakthrough and they need Olivia to come over. So she rushes on over and uh, Peter and Walter are getting fucking drunk, making cocktails <laughs> first thing in the morning because they've been up for eight t- hours. Not Not just cocktails, David. Breakfast cocktails. That tastes like a hot cinnamon roll. Which I would fuck with. Uh. (laughs) I would fuck with cinnamon roll shots. I've seen you fuck with much harder alcohol much earlier, so yeah. So, so, real question, how far from Fireball is it? Like, is that just Fireball mixed with a bunch of sugar? Uh. No, because Fireball tastes like cinnamon hearts. Yeah, fireball is cinnamon hearts. This would be cinnamon buns. Cinnamon buns don't like burn you. They just yeah. taste like but nice. like but like imagine like how much sugar do you think you'd have to add to fireball to like get get rid of I, that burn and just I don't have think the you other- could start with fireball. I think you would have to start with like a different alcohol and you would add have cinnamon. to start yeah you would have to start with less cinnamon. Yeah okay. You've had cinnamon hearts, right? Oh yeah, they're delicious. Okay. Yeah, You've had but fireball, it's, right? <laughs> but oh, it's, yeah. it's delicious. Like, <laughs> how how do you make cinnamon hearts less spicy? I just add a shit ton of sugar to them. I don't know if that's right, but we should try it. <laughs> Why? And then we'll all grind them up is, and David can what if them. What if we mix up all of the shittiest candies and maybe they're delicious? Cinnamon hearts, candy corn, licorice... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, David, I was having some hot chocolate recently and, and had a had a recollection of something. <laughs> what, what could that possibly be? I don't hmm. know. Is that a video on my phone somewhere, Nick? <laughs> Listen, I made five bucks, which I then spent on Gatorade later. <laughs> That's all that matters. Is, it, is that all that matters? Spent it on Gatorade and chips. David, I, I really just need you to get married or die so I can play these videos in a crowd of people. Wait, what? Wait, those are the only two scenarios that you can think of? <laughs> what other chance am I going to get a gathering of David's loved ones together that I will have a chance to hold their undivided attention? Wedding or funeral? All right, Charlie's off my wedding party. I guess, Nick, you've been promoted. Yes. Wow, son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks, David. Don't worry, I won't let you down. I'm guessing I'll, I'll take hey. just being on the wedding party. <laughs> David, David, you have free reign to tell that one story at my wedding. Uh, I've told it. I, I think I've literally told it to everyone who I think who would be at your wedding. 
I'm terrified for whatever fucking stories you guys are going to either make or make up for my potential wedding. <laughs> oh, we're going to call you a coward throughout it. Really? I'm going to am I going to have to strip to show that I don't have a genital piercing? Is that is that what I'm going to have to do uh, at my own wedding? Honestly, no, but now you are. The only <laughs> thing that I can think of that would actually be very funny to tell would be the dual situation about <laughs> the the two situation. That's I don't fair. know how um, kosher that is, <laughs> but it would be hilarious to tell. So, yeah. so, so my girlfriend does does at least know that. Um, yes, but yes, which I is why like, I'm bringing it up in the first place. But I feel like at the, I feel like probably her family would not find it as funny. Yeah, um, which, which is yeah, <laughs> but it's such a funny story. It, it is, is a really a funny, funny story, and there's so much fucking context around every all parts of it. Uh just. Like, listeners, because I'm sure that my girlfriend's, like, family isn't listening to this. Um, I, at one point, was, like, right at the start of, like, dating, uh, like, two people and trying to pick, like, which of them I actually wanted to date. Whoa, whoa, Both of them not, who's not had dating the same two name. people. You were just seeing two people. That's and fair. You weren't I was exclusive. just seeing two people. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was at the time just seeing two people, and that, that it was not exclusive, but they had the exact same name. Um,. <laughs> Which was so goddamn weird. Also, really weird thing where, like, like it was like 20% of all of the matches that I had on Tinder were all the same named people. And I swear I was not putting in a preference or anything. It was really weird. I kept telling you just to go on dates of all of them. I, the, 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 the what prompted me to actually delete Tinder was, like, a month and a half after I'd stopped using it, I got a message from another person with that same name <laughs> on the app, and I was like, whoa, this is still on my phone? And deleted it. It's just so funny. I don't... I don't know what it was about that name. I don't know. You don't know what's about you that attracts people with that name. I don't know. Anyways... <laughs> Fringe, fringe. Where are fringe. we? Um, um, they're two enjoying... and a half minutes into the episode, <laughs> they're enjoying their morning cocktails, and Olivia's like, "Oh yeah, but you said you needed something from me. Um, wh- why am I here aside from morning cocktails?" And they show Olivia that they've managed to uh, figure out or create a device that will connect to Peter's wave or brain forms that lets him control of his mind. And like, yeah, so we can use this as an interface to connect to the machine. And then Olivia's like, oh, okay, that's really cool, but oh, you need access to the machine, so you need me to ask Papa Broyles. Ah, uh, all right, I'll go get the maid outfit. <laughs> and it's a real goes, shame that this universe is so, so fucked up. <laughs> You're just like, I thought the maid outfit was just for me. <laughs> I thought Broyles was your papa, but I was your daddy. <laughs> As it turns out, as it turns out, in this universe, Papa is actually the daddy of the universe. Oh uh, God! <laughs> um, so we cut from that to a uh, our actual fringe truck? event. Yeah, yeah, we we actually get our fringe event at the episode. Um, and it's a not very exciting traffic jam. That's all that happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going going to home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, battery no, just happens to, to die at the same time. With the family. <laughs> yeah, and then um, you know, as as you do, uh, all the cars' batteries die at the same time, and then uh, you know, loose objects in your car start floating and defying the laws of gravity. 
gravity stops yeah. working for a bit. Everyone's very confused. And then they look up and, oh, look, an airplane's crashing. That's not good. As it crashes off into the distance, makes a huge explosion, and two people hold each other. And then everyone kind of stands there awkwardly for a bit, and then all of the cars turn back on. <laughs> all the cars start back up. It's like, oh, all right. I guess, I guess we'll go now. <laughs> like, what do you do with that situation? Do you just leave? You call, <laughs> you call 911 and you start running towards it to see if there's any survivors that you can help. David, or, what the fuck? Or you pretend you saw nothing. <laughs> there are other people there. You are going to get tracked out and they're going to go, what the fuck were you doing? Why Damn. didn't you stay here? Kill everyone else. No witnesses. <laughs> All right, David, you officially have the second worst response out of the party. I refuse to say the middle response, just the second worst. Uh, <laughs> the also incorrect response. But Char Charlie well, has correctly me, identified. Nick, I have morals and ethics. Charlie has correctly identified that because all of the cars turned off, any dashboard cams are also off. And therefore, the war crimes no. he wishes to commit are legal. <laughs> Not a war crime. Was that on, did we say make that joke on the podcast? Is that uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. That is from the podcast? Okay, I lose track sometimes. <laughs> it's 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 the rest of our friends who don't understand where it came from. There's so many times I scream at you guys for making references to our D and D game, and then during the D and D game, I scream at you guys for making references to the podcast. <laughs> Listen, if we just keep making references, one day they're going to go, hey, we need to start getting the in-jokes, and bam, that's like four more listeners. I would no, really, no. really not want them to listen to the podcast. That's... I I don't let my girlfriend listen to the podcast. Uh, she's, she not, she's not allowed to. Yeah, she doesn't need like two more hours of Charlie a week in her ears. Yeah. Uh, I, anyway, I whisper it all to her while she sleeps. Anyways, <laughs> well, fortunately, um, it's Astrid just like also Looper, doesn't need you two have, more. You have the ear button, and you're just repeating it after yourself. <laughs> and then I do stupid voices for you and Nick. Well, the good news is, uh, unlike unlike your girlfriend Charlie, um, Astrid doesn't also doesn't need uh, two hours of more of Walter. I don't know the fucking fucking sick bird, man. I don't know what to say anymore. It's just, oh it's broken. shit! I'm I tried to say it a while ago. Devastated. It's now. <laughs> so yeah, the plane crashes. They stare at it awkwardly. Cold open. We cut back to the fringe team arriving. Uh, they and slam the some SUVs, and then the we have. Olivia, Burroughs, and Astrid walking out. Astrid seems to be having some trouble getting into contact with Walter on her earpiece. Burroughs is giving a rundown of the situation to Olivia. They're like, hey, all the batteries went down. Olivia's like, well, that's not really a fringe event. He's like, then a plane crashed. It's like, still not really a fringe event. And then he's like, well, then things started floating. And Olivia's like, okay, fair enough. You've got me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can stay awake for this, Broyles. <laughs> um, go back and have a nap. At which point Astrid's like, well, why isn't Walter answering? I really can't get this. And then we hear Walter's voice. And he's left the lab. He's here in person. Oh, my God. Fucking Vermont of all places. Uh, yeah. Breakfast cocktails. Liquid courage. <laughs> are, are you sure here. that's what it is? Are you sure that's what it is and not Walter being super pissed off at Peter from the last episode and going, he can't steal my thunder if I'm there in person? I think, I think it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. 
The um, alcohol makes him angry. Yeah. Walter sort of gets off to work. Work. Olivia's like to Peter, like, wow, you managed to get him out here. And Peter's like, no, nah, this was his entirely his idea. And Olivia's like, oh, okay. Um, they start making off to investigate the stopped cars because I guess everyone did wait and they've been, yeah. they left their cars here. Um, oh, they, the they were pretty sure objects, that, this was, that there should be a crime scene. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the objects floating weren't gravity fucking up. It was a strong electromagnetic electromagnetic force that was causing stuff to float and Walter even proves this by tossing a hubcap and it just kind of sticks to a truck yeah I like the line there where he rips the hubcap off the car and Astrid's like Walter that belongs to someone he's like not anymore now it's the FBI's problem and throws it (laughs) at a car shattering the window also the (laughs) FBI's problem and then Walter does Uh, some acid (laughs) Listen, hey, this could good. all be this could all be season one Walter. <laughs> it could. Are you telling me this isn't just season one Walter in season four? Just a... Yeah, pretty much. Um uh, they yeah, we well they Royals do their... has paperwork to do. Um mm-hmm. and Bar- Walter's like Lance Riddick has done his contractually obligated minutes. <laughs> it's like fine, I guess I'm good. Uh you guys go back to the lab, we'll ship all the stuff to you guys that you need. Um, you know, you don't need to be here and more. Thanks for coming out for two minutes. Um, go get back on a plane or drive a long drive. I think they drove. <laughs> That's a f- God, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Listen, you could bill it. <laughs> Billable hours, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I guess you also get to charge for kilometers or I guess miles. In miles. Case driven. Americans, oh. Nick. You got to remember. Oh. I no, keep for some reason, it's still kilometers driven. They have to convert or else they don't get reimbursed. Has there been a recent thing with Imperial Metrics? I keep seeing it come up on Reddit again. <laughs> like, I think I saw like four or five posts about it recently. Yeah. Just about how, I... how terrible the, the Imperial system is. Well, it's just Americans going, Imperial is good. Y'all are dumb for using metric. I think the first one I saw it was people talking about uh, the weight of water. Or something? Yeah, no, it was a ship that could convert a thousand tons of seawater into fresh water. And there was someone going, like, for the Americans, that's this many gallons. And it's just all the people with metric be like, I know that that weighed exactly this much because it's metric and it makes fucking sense. (laughs) (laughs) I think the worst thing is people being like, I don't care about Celsius because it's the points of reference are water freezing and boiling. I'm not water. Fahrenheit gives it for a person. I was like, but, but no, because there's <laughs> temperatures routinely like above a hundred and below zero Fahrenheit, which is supposed to be like the livable human scale, except it's fucking not. My problem with Fahrenheit is that a single Fahrenheit is nothing. Like it is an arbitrary measurement. It means nothing. What do you mean, David? A single Fahrenheit is one point or is um, one over 1.8 Celsius, which is a measurable (laughs) thing. And therefore, one Fahrenheit is measurable. One Celsius is the temperature change you can provide to one. What is it? One gram of water with one calorie? It's one. It's what or something. The one. Yeah, that's one kilojoule. Um, Yeah, you need you need one kilojoule of energy which is the equivalent to one calorie to heat one meter squared of water one degree whoa no 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 charlie no 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 no. i no i know 
I know, I know that's that's wrong. It's something like that. Yeah, Sorry, but also more importantly, cubed, not squared. Uh... Or yeah, mm, no. <laughs> I squared. mean, it might be one <laughs> meter square. It is a no, flat it plane. Is a, that is a lie. It is a, <laughs> it is a two-dimensional square of water. Anyways. It's one molecule high. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, uh, Imperial sucks. Use metric. Fight me. <laughs> yep. Hey, but let's let's go get some pie, because Walter's like, hey, we drove all this way out for two minutes. At least let's get some pie on the way back. I saw some in a, you know, I saw saw an ad, like a sign on the side of the road for some pie, a town over. Um, yeah, let's get some pie. Um, they go over to that town. There's like a 24-hour diner or something they walk into that has this sign saying delicious rhubarb pie. Um, Olivia needs to step out because she can't get any signals, so she's gonna use a payphone because those are still around. And Peter needs to go take a piss, so he goes to the bathroom. Walter sits down at the bar, orders himself a big slice of pie and some coffee. And the dude's like, "Yeah, I I like the look of you. I'm gonna give you my pie for free." Ha 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 ha. To to be fair, it's after Walter makes a joke that isn't a joke. Uh. <laughs> and then Walter's patiently waiting. Um, the dude comes back and he's like, hey, what do you want? And Walter's like, uh, I, I told you, I want pie. You even said you'd give it to me for free. And the dude's like, how dare you fucking steal from me? <laughs> and Walter's like, whoa, whoa, man, calm down. And if you look at this time, his eyes look a little bit weird as well. Um, it is terrifying. Of- Holy shit. <laughs> I, want, I want contact lenses that look like this. I think that'd be really fun just it, to see who notices. No, no. You're, I have like the, uh, what's it called? Typophobia or something? It's like when you see all the dots and it gives you the oh, tinglies. Yeah, yeah typophobia. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have that, and that that was starting to set me off. I fucking hated uh, it. Interesting. Yeah, it's supposed to be um, a leftover instinct to avoid wasp nests. I believe is the theory behind it. Hmm. Huh. Okay, okay, I found the quote I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. In metric, one milliliter of water occupies one cubic centimeter, weighs one gram, and requires one calorie of energy to heat up by one degree centigrade, which is one percent of the difference between its freezing point and its boiling point. An amount of hydrogen weighing the same amount has exactly one mole of atoms in it. Whereas in the imperial system, the answer is, how much energy does it take to boil a room temperature gallon of water is go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh. Yep, yep that's, that's the quote I always look for when I want to fight about metric and imperial. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it's yeah. just go fuck yourself. <laughs> the dude uh, comes back with a piece of pie. He's acting really fucking weird, though, now. Walter's like, uh, thanks, I guess. And then the dude walks away, grabs a knife, and tries to stab Walter in the face. Uh, at the well, same you're missing time, the fact. Peter's, yeah, Peter's gotten back from the, uh, or Peter's, you know, I guess found not found the washroom yet, and he's just like, just trying random doors because you know you don't look for the ones with the washroom sign on them, uh, and stumbles into the uh, the walk-in freezer that this place has. Um, well, no, he hears he hears some noises and is like, "What the fuck's going on here?" And then opens up the walk-in freezer and sees, yeah. "Oh, hey, there's." A dead person hanging from a hook, and another almost dead person heavily bleeding from their side. And uh, we see behind the counter there is another dead person, as yeah. Walter is being served his pie. And you're like, yep. "Oh, this is this is a horror movie now." 
this is this is a serial killer. Okay. Um, serial hey. killer with double pupils in both eyes. Hey, Not while fun. this episode didn't come out in October, it is October now, so you know it's okay for it to be a horror episode. Spooky. <laughs> um, Walter does, I think, a pretty admirable job of not getting stabbed in the face here, as Peter Walter rushes back. Well. <laughs> yeah, Peter rushes back. Um, basically tries to tackle the guy. The guy easily shoves Peter, and he Peter breaks a fucking table, <laughs> which yeah. is like, wait, what the fuck? But it's okay, because as they do the dramatic, oh, he's over him with a knife, and then bang, bang, he gets shot, and Olivia saves her dream boo. Yep. By shooting a man dead. The, the, the true way into a man's heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, Through his chest cow. cavity. <laughs> Maybe nine millimeter. We're getting, uh, we're getting a little too NRA now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking Jesus. I'm just imagining Olivia <laughs> pulling out a 50 cal to shoot a guy. What are you talking about, David? We're not taking Russian government funding to spread lobbying in America. We could. <laughs> hey, yeah, we could. Putin, hit me up. Um, hey, Cesis, hey, I'm joking. <laughs> Man, it's a real shame that this podcast had to lose a member on its way. Uh, Hold on, there's some knocking at my door. <laughs> Who would have thought it was going to be Charlie? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> out of all of us, certainly it, it would be me. Uh, but yeah, um, Walter then checks the now dead body um, because he also noticed the eye thing. And yep, the, the eyes appear to be going through some form of mitosis because there are now two. Yep, uh, and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Really, David? This was what you hated? Not the, not the later thing? I hate the, the later one. I hate the later one just as much. <laughs> interesting I and the later cool. one as well i hate all hey, of it hey fringe team hates it too because they get the the injured guy in the car and they start trying to drive away except uh they they keep passing the welcome to westfield sign like five times and the hey, guy in the back is like yeah the guy in the back is like no 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 you guys don't understand uh you can't leave town it's like the, the, you know, have you heard that song, Hotel California? It's like that. It's like Except that, for but real. also everyone inside is insane. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the chick in Hotel California might have been insane. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trapped in this town. They're uh, freaking the fuck out. What do they do? Um, and go then. The sheriff's station. Yep. They try to let's, go to the sheriff's go... station. This is well, like full they still have a zombie that needs, that needs blood really medical badly. attention. Yeah, this is like full zombie apocalypse mode as well with how they're treating things. This is like the most Resident Evil like piece of media. And that includes the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um they go to the sheriff's office. Um, they find they they start a blood transfusion. Um fortunately Walter is O negative. Well, you know, he can donate blood. And um, they start, you know, sucking out Walter's blood through through an IV and sending it into uh, our, our nearly dead dude um, as Olivia tries to call out to literally anyone. Um, but all the phones are still dead. So yep. good luck. And no cell service because they're not yeah. with T-Mobile. <laughs> so shame. the gang decides to arm themselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They find a bunch of guns. They're like, excellent. This will be what we need. Uh, Peter gets a nice shotgun. 
And then Walter's like, hey, what about me? You know, we're in this dangerous situation, so I feel like I should be armed. And Peter hands him mace. <laughs> Walter's like, uh, just, just this? And Peter very wisely turns the nozzle the other way so it's not facing Walter's face. And goes, yep, you're good. Uh, and li- also yeah. at this point, um, dude who was nearly dead is now back up and completely fine because Walter's blood is miracle blood. Um, and I guess they hey, were able Ellis- to like, stitch up the side of that. LSU does wonders to you. <laughs> at which point they learn that the town, they get, they get all the background information at this point. Um, yeah. Town's been like this for over a month, just over a month at this point, And everyone's been slowly going insane. Um, at which point Olivia's like, yeah, I trust this dude, and just hands him a pistol and is like, take us to where all the survivors still are, because there is still a group of people that haven't went insane yet. Um, I thought it was three days ago. Was it only three? I thought they said like 30. He insane. says like three nights ago, his sister shot her husband in the head, thinking, like not recognizing. Oh, dude, for some reason, when I watched this, I heard 32. <laughs> No, so I'm different. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's. I, I thought days. I thought the reason the town looked like I thought the town. I was like, wow, the town's doing pretty well for almost a month of zombie apocalypse with no one coming in or out. Damn. All right. No, no, no. Three three days, dude. All right. I had a very different idea about how long it had been for the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah, three days. But yeah, Cliff just says a bunch of people kind of go crazy. Um, some. Not the whole town. Some people were fine and locked themselves up in the high school, but people had like false memories. They didn't recognize people who they've been with for years, didn't recognize their own kids, or thought they had kids. Yeah. Walter then's like, Mo, maybe everyone's catching schizophrenia. Like, this is, sounds a lot like it. Um, to which point, the other, like, Peter and Olivia get very concerned about catchable schizophrenia, which they should be. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. But yeah, and Olivia's like, well, we got to contact Broyles. Wacky shit's going on. And so, hey, why don't we go to the high school? Because we need higher ground for the radios, and there's survivors in there, and we should go make sure they're okay. So, hey. And Olivia does wonder, hey, maybe this is another fringe event, kind of like um, the one town with the tumor people. Olivia makes the, the smart connection, at which point Walter goes, we didn't ever have that happen. Uh, Peter's like, I definitely had that happen. I remember that fringe event. And Olivia's like, oh, I must have just, you know, read it in your uh, report at this point. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing which, weird here. To which Peter gives a very strange look that reads to me like, I never fucking wrote about that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I have mentioned that? <laughs> Well, actually, I kind of hope that Peter, Peter mentioned that case because when he goes, "Yeah, what, what about uh, what about that one town? Uh, you guys, you guys ever go find them?" And they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Peter's like, "Oh, like, ooh, oh no, never mind. They're still there. Okay, they're still there. Um, let's go let them know that they have our support, probably. Um, but let's so that they stop killing people that come in and discover their actually, secret. Actually, didn't they continue some of Walter's research? Uh, that group? Yeah. Or the originator so. of the thing. Because um, it, it could be that that yeah. town doesn't exist. Yeah, he was originally, was I think, I think he was related to Walter's research in some way. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those Walter did this somehow mm-hmm. kind of thing. <clears throat> Anyways, besides the point, 
the team arm themselves and then decide to head to the school where everyone's located um, to try and like figure out if there are any sane people left and to like figure out how to get them out. Um, they all get into a car and then there's this really fucking terrifying scene of a man walking a bloody dog. No, doll. It's, just a, it's a bloody doll. It's just a doll, David. Was it a doll? It looked like yeah. It looked like parts of a dog to me. No, no, no. It's Listen, just a David, super bloody toy doll. It's David. Okay. It's only been three days. It hasn't been thirty-two. And if it had been thirty-two, <laughs> then it definitely could have been a bloody dog. Uh. Um, uh, they let that man just casually walk by, and then casually, Peter is pointing wouldn't... a shotgun at his face the entire time. <laughs> wouldn't you... casually, casually. <laughs> No problems there. And then yeah, they head right. off. This is America. No problems with this. <laughs> oh, no. And then they head to the school. Um, uh, Olivia also kind of freaks out a little bit because um, her arm is shaking shooting. and she's getting dizzy. And she's like, it feels like someone else is in my body. What if I'm going crazy? You didn't even say all the lines. I, who needs them? <laughs> you fucking lazy son of a bitch. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> getty, getty, Is that what getty. you want, David? Spaghetti. <laughs> hey, if you want mom's spaghetti, Eminem opened a pasta restaurant. It's I not a joke. Pasta. He he opened a pasta restaurant, and you can order spaghetti. Oh man, last night I had a uh, cup noodle, and was watching anime in my bed, and I felt like I was fifteen again. It was great. <laughs> That is a nice feeling, being like, ah, oh, I remember these yeah. things. It's a little thing. I should do that um, again tonight. <laughs> well, no, David, you can't, you can't like, start to ruin the experience. You've got to give it enough time between. Yeah, because then I just overwrite it to being my current age. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like there's a... Um, when I go down to Chicago to go visit family down there, because uh, it had been a long time since I'd done that before. When I went back down, literally, like, my mind just was, like, just flipped back to that time. And it, like, just reverted out, like, four, like, four to five years. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> like, all the terrible shit that had happened in those, like, four to five years was just, like, flipped out of my brain while I was down there. Oh, it was so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you forgot about Detective Pikachu? Um, yes, it was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited to see the Mario movie? <laughs> Uh, David, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everything will be fine. I'm I'm legitimately scared because <laughs> I remember when Detective Pikachu came out, it was like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious!" Look, Ryan Reynolds is in this, and now it's like, "Oh my god, it's hilarious!" Look, Chris Pratt for some reason. <laughs> I listen. I have to see it just to know if Chris Pratt's gonna do an Italian accent or not. I need to know. Well, I need to see. I need to see it so I can say that the Super Mario Brothers Super Show is better than it. Uh, like, <laughs> I I just need Chris Pratt in a Mario voice to go. Remember, kids, if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Exactly. Like, if it doesn't have that in the movie, like, why am I even why, watching it? <laughs> why make the movie? I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you do a lot of drugs, you end up in rehab, and then you get to raw dog Olivia Munn. <laughs> Or is that just a John Mulaney thing? I think that's just a John Mulaney thing. <laughs> did you see he oh. did an interview uh, recently? No. Dude, it looks, dude, it looked, that was so fucking awkward. 
that interview. <laughs> like, yeah, because he's went through a real awkward change. <laughs> like, and, like, I don't know how you, like, joke about that. <laughs> went through a real awkward change, and also it really comes off as in, like, he's probably not still at a point where he should be having a kid, but I guess it's happening. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there was there was a lot of not good about that. Anyways, anyways, um, good things, good things. Olivia's going crazy. Um, yeah, that that's that's all we need. Um, and they make their way into um the is it the killer bees? Sorry, I, I just yes, they are the is, killer bees. What? Who the fuck names their two? Who the fuck's mascot is the killer bees? Why would you this, do this? This high school. It's a terrible high school mascot. Good. I was trying to think of like a like a fight shout for it, but sting, like... sting, okay, so... sting, sting them killer bees. So, there, so here's, I did it. Here's, That's here's still trash, though. <laughs> here's the problem: your mascots, in almost every case, you want them to be one word. You don't want to have two words like killer bees or something, because you now you've got a descriptor. Even if it was just the Coolidge bees, that's way more okay. And no, because they that want you to know that they'll fuck you up in a dark alley. Kill, kill, kill. Family wondering kill where you her were. bees. <laughs> the chant is just kill, 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 kill. <laughs> just a bunch of high school kids <laughs> shouting kill at the local football game. If it's all in like a really low voice too, like I'll I'll admit, if if I was coming from out of town and I was against that team, I would be terrified. <laughs> they wear dark yellow. They wear yellow and black robes. <laughs> With like buzz, they, they've buzz, all got like buzz. hoods up as kill, well, kill, so that they're kill. all. <laughs> they're and they're just carrying spears. <laughs> <laughs> they can't play any other teams now because they just kill the kids. What we don't well, learn no. is that Westview is really just a cult city. <laughs> oh no, David, this is this is the Coolidge High School though. Uh yeah. which was confusing name, as well. Name um, for Calvin, maybe? Yeah, I guess. The Coolidge Why? Killer Bees. The Coolidge Killer just seems Calvin so Coolidge. Random. Yeah. I know who Calvin Coolidge is. I just think it's random. I mean, it's not also, as random as having a second set of teeth growing in your lower mouth, which freaks me the fuck out. Uh, yeah, they get into the school. This one dude's like, hey, who? Like, what, hey, school teacher, who are these people? And they're like, hey, it's fine. They're sane. And they walk in, and then they have like one person who's having problems. Uh, she thinks that her husband is both alive and dead. And then Walter does like a medical examination, and she has two sets of teeth. What nom, the fuck? Nom, nom. So what? I went, I went fuck? to the dentist recently, and he was looking like hygienist was like doing an oral exam, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like your old dentist explained the the ridges in your mouth." I'm like, "No," and he was like, "Oh yeah, it's just bone. Like your jaw just like kept growing, um, past a certain point. It's fine. It just hurts like shit if like a chip, like goes sideways and you bite down." And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Never knew that wasn't normal. And now <laughs> cannot get it out of my head that I have hey, these... Lo- you have like, ridges in your mouth, dude? Hey, 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 Next time normal. we see each other, I will let you look in my mouth and you can see. I told my girlfriend, she's like, oh yeah, that is fucking weird. You're a freak. 
hey Charlie, hey Charlie, this reminds me of the time that I had a dentist, like I had my I had a hygienist when I was like, you know, like nineteen or twenty, and I'd been going to the same dentist forever. Just go, oh yeah, by the way, you're tongue tied. Uh, if you know, as long as you can lick an ice cream cone, that's fine. But if you ever want to get that fixed, just let us know. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, dude, you have like the big thing connecting your tongue to your like bottom of your mouth. Like it, it's like it's really short. Like you guys oh. have seen me try and stick up my tongue, right? Oh yeah, you can't do it, you weirdo. <laughs> it goes out. It goes out like not very far. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because we gave our condolences to your girlfriend. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. Ah, <laughs> uh, but David, you forget, I, I have very little shame. <laughs> I don't have anything I'll, weird I'll, Charlie, all I will say, Charlie, all I will say to that is I have had absolutely no complaints. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's mean to pick on people for disabilities. <laughs> you suffer in silence. Uh, I'm, I'm yes that i'm sure i'm sure that's what's going on anyways episode anyways. Guys, episode uh, um yeah two sets of teeth it's not okay um uh, walter takes some blood and is going to go and examine it um and peter after continuing the like normal thing where someone's like yeah i think there's something wrong with me but i don't want to go get it checked out because ignorance is bliss um, Peter continues to be the good friend and going, no, fucking go get that shit checked out and makes Olivia go tell Walter, who then also takes some blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter and... does a whole bunch of blood tests, um, right? Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, Olivia and Peter also have a conversation where he's like, hey, so about those memories from my timeline. Uh, and Olivia's like, yeah, I want to know more about that. Um, cause I have some weird memories. Like I remember a restaurant, but I've never had their food. And he's like, oh yeah, we used to go there on date nights every Friday and like, all this shit. And you're like, oh boy. Um, but, um, we come back from our conversations between that and then also with the survivors where they determine, um, that, uh, the reason that, you know, at least this one family is doing okay still, is, uh, you know, the one that the father had a like had a job opening, um, like had a job opportunity um, in Philadelphia that he turned down. But it was a really hard decision. It's like, hmm, I wonder almost, if that could play a part in this. Almost a coin flip decision, would you say? Ooh. Who knows? Best um, go turn that breaker back on. Best go tell your dead wife that you have children. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wait, what? We have kids? Fuck that. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and suddenly I don't love you anymore. Peace. <laughs> Anyways, Walter um, Walter brings them back and is like, all right, time for me to have some more screen time. I got to explain the science behind this. Look, Venn diagrams. Look at this bullshit. This is what's happening. Um... So and, here's this dimension, here's that dimension. The dimensions are merging here for some reason. Also, I analyzed that woman's blood, and she has 90... Sorry, I, I think I was mishearing a fuck ton of numbers. It had to have been 46 that he said. No, I heard it was 92. 96. It was 92. 92. She has what? double the genetic material. Oh. Is half the genetic material 46? There are 23 chromosomes. <laughs> 23 pairs. I guess it's okay. pairs. Okay. 
Okay. That checks out. That the math is correct. Yeah. It's you have, it's just you have so 20, weird to call them you, to you to have, say nine, 92 chromosomes instead of like 46 pairs. Um just saying they're not wrong. They're just saying it differently. So just yeah, there is in a way that freaked me out. There's a fucked up problem. <laughs> I mean, this should still freak you out. There's a fucked mm-hmm. up problem and Olivia's like, "Ah." And then Walter's like, "Oh, yeah, I should have told you. Your blood's fine." <laughs> Don't worry. You're, you're cool. <laughs> it was like, oh, phew. What's you've wrong just with got, me then? <laughs> you've just got your normal 24 pairs. And she's like, what? Kotaku fan gives you an extra one. <laughs> 24? Okay. <laughs> did you? Did you? Okay. We're just going to pretend like we didn't hear that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we found out um, that this is definitely universe merging shit and not schizophrenia. That's just like mass schizophrenia that's happening. And these people, I guess they're they're getting two brains in one as well. Um, and somehow the brains are doing the memory shit. Don't don't worry yep. about it too much. Uh, they come to the conclusion that people who weren't in the town or didn't have doubles in the town in the universe are uh, the ones who are doing okay because you know that makes sense because that means they aren't actually being forced to merge with anyone. And then Walter's like, yeah, but this will only be stage one unless stage two happens. They're like, what's stage two? And there's a big explosion or like the ground shakes. They look outside and a water tower disappears. And they're like, that's stage two. Uh-oh. They, they also wonder like, how is this happening? Because it's a lot of energy required. And the answer is potentially amphilocyte, which is the ore that David Robert Jones stole. Ooh. Jones. Olivia's like, what? You think Robert Jones has something to do with this? He's like, who the fuck else do you think has something to do with this, Olivia? Also, can I just say the other reason that I thought that I was completely on track was I was like, okay, it makes a bit sense. It makes a decent amount of sense that it's been about a month of them trying to find Jones. So the fact that this is what he's been doing for the past month is fine. Yeah, it could have been a month between episodes, but it's only been three days for this but that was that was why everything made sense in my head i was like oh that's why we haven't (laughs) heard jones shenanigans he's been doing this for a month uh yeah nope jones just be doing other shenanigans but yeah now we have a time limit because they could just get vaporized at any moment so walter comes up with the idea hey we need to offset the collision with uh, a similar amount of energy or we find the exact center of the colliding energy masses and figure if we can figure out how to fuck with that, maybe. Ah, uh, we'll just survive it. Just just run to the center and you're fine. Yeah. Um, Eye of the hurricane, we wait out the storm and let the city get destroyed. Uh, at which point, this turns into Fortnite, and I will hear nothing other than this turning into Fortnite at this point. Um, oh, no, no, this is 100% original Fortnite. Yes, they get in the battle bus, um, the, you know, the, the fucking whatever the energy thing, the circle is getting smaller around them as they got to go to the center and fight dudes. Uh, Nick, you make it sound like you've never played the hit video game Fortnite. Fortnite. Have you never played Fortnite? <laughs> have you never bought V-Bucks? What are you doing with your life? You're, you're you right, ne- I have you never, wasted you my never life. You never sang Chug Jug with you? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is that? Oh, <laughs> Nick's a fucking boomer. <laughs> I am, Nick's in fact, a goddamn boomer. boomer. He doesn't know about the memes. <laughs> he doesn't um, use emotes and TikToks to tell stories. <laughs> but you can't even floss, you fucking nerd. 
He I always know. But you think flossing refers to dental hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, you guys agree. This is just Fortnite, right? Yes. Fully on board like with just, that. It's, it made me so upset because I was watching the episode and I went, oh no. They got in a bus and I went, oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, they murder a dude in the bus um, who's got two faces. Um, don't worry about that. Uh, oh, Walter um, pepper sprays him in all three eyes though, right? Uh, three and a half eyes. All three and a half of them. Uh, <laughs> And um, they drive until they get uh, stopped by, you know, some stuff that's not doing so good. You know, some fallen, like, poles and things. Um, and run to the bike shop uh, at Quimby and... Where is it? Quimby and Cypress. Uh, some bullshit made-up names. Uh, but yeah, they uh, run to Quimby and Cypress. Uh, they get into the uh, bike shop and just, you know, duck and cover. And everything's fine. They all live, I guess. Uh, the rest of the town doesn't, but that's fine as well. Some really uh, good really shots makes... of like the the city street just like being completely fucked up and stuff makes you. I, maybe David has fun facts. It seems like this is an abandoned town that they got to fuck with. It's pretty great. Uh, well, let me go look up some fun facts for the later <laughs> segment, I guess. <laughs> all right, David, go do that. Charlie and I will carry this. Um... But yeah, they waited out and. Next thing you know, Broyles is there. And he's like, everyone else is dead. You killed the rest of them, but we heard they were crazy, so it's fine. Uh, also, this is really fucked. I guess I'll go talk to the other side and hear if they had the same thing happen. Because uh, uh, Westfield was targeted, and they found right. stashes of amphilocyte. And it's only a small portion of the stuff that David Robert Jones found. So, was this like a test? Why do it on such a small town? Who knows? Uh, and Cliff is like, hey, I would ask you what the fuck just happened, but I assume you really can't tell me. Because you're and... federal agents, and that was some <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> and Olivia's like, like, hey, <laughs> we're going to rent you a, a two-star motel in the meantime. And he's like, fantastic. Excellent. I look forward to having to teach children after... The place that I grew up and loved and had difficulties even thinking about leaving, I now must leave. Now excuse me as I go home and fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> communism uh, was just a red herring. <laughs> um, but yeah, we cut back to the lab. Um, Walter's back making breakfast for dinner. Um, you know, eggs. It's what's for dinner. Uh, oh my is that God. weird? You're weird for thinking it's weird. Exactly. Um, uh, He's and making Peter's crepes like, for All right, tea. I'm heading out. Um, and Walter's like, "No, stay. Have have have, bre have breakfast with me. Um, and we'll make more breakfast talk cocktails. It'll be great." Peter's like, "Nah, I I got shit to do, and probably I should sleep." Uh, unlike last night. <laughs> unlike last night, I'm surprised that they let me drive. You know, while drunk off of those cinnamon shots. We're not gonna talk really? about that part though. Really, really shouldn't go 48 hours without sleep. Um, but yeah, we have our nice Walter-Peter scene. They're like, you know, this, this Walter has accepted Peter, and they're, you know, they're okay now. Um, yeah. They seem to be going, growing closer, which is... Um, uh, but, but Peter finds his way to Olivia's apartment, and she's got a nice drink, she's got her hair up, 
And she's like, hey, no, I feel completely fine. I got no other memories. Doesn't feel like anyone else is controlling my body. And she's like, hey, do you want a, a cocktail? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Wait, um, but but Charlie, you have to read the last two sentences of Fringepedia for this. Oh, oh yeah, no. no, I will. I will. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, no. All right. So Peter, Peter comes in. He's like, yeah, I'll have a cocktail. And he's like, oh, wow, that smells good. What's that smell? And she's like, oh, well, you know, it's Friday. We got to get italian fruit from demanios and then peter is caught off guard when olivia turns around with his drink then steps right in and plants a big old girlfriend kiss square on his lips whoa what time out sister what? <laughs> excuse me what oh my god <laughs> nick do you see the the caption for the last image the wait hmm, oh my god maybe, oh no maybe... The caption, no. <laughs> caption for this image, David, is, hmm, maybe if I kiss him, he will get flustered and leave before Lincoln gets here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you, Fringepedia. Thank you, Fringepedia. <laughs> Oh, I completely forgot how fucking shit these are. I how love could it so you? Much. I love it so much. <laughs> but that will bring us to the end of the episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, Charlie, where where that observer at? Uh, he watches with the stranded motorist as the plane crashes a few miles away. So I I think he's in the background. Yeah, probably yeah. doesn't want to be around in Westfield. So it made sense for him to be there. Maybe he caused uh, Westfield. Oh, oh yeah, he's go. he's just like beside the truck, just like just painted chilling. into the scene. Very much uh, a cutout again. Uh, the glyph spells out olive. All right, David. And olive juice. Now it's time. <laughs> olive juice, you too. <laughs> now it is time for our favorite se- segment. N- nope, not my favorite. All right, so David, <laughs> if you remember back to last episode. Um, and we think about that weird blue to then puts in the safe that the, if you look really closely at it, you'll see that it has a little like thing sketched into it. That's got like 14 D, um, which relates to 14 days, which is also known. As, which, as we <laughs> so know, there isn't, one, there isn't one for this episode is what I'm hearing. I was so fucking confused as to what you were talking so, about. So there isn't one for this episode. No, there, there, there is one for this episode, David. Uh, I just needed to do that uh, just just because. You absolutely... It was, most, it was mostly for Charlie's benefit. You yeah, you get to hear the actual one. Reprehensible I was so, I was so garbage confused. person. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, if you actually remember back to the last episode, um, there is a liquor store that appears um, that sells uh, Quimby Ale. Uh, which is a direct reference to uh, Quimby Road, uh, which is the center of the, uh, like, you know, the eye of the storm in this, at that intersection. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew that by making up one to start, this one would be just fine. (laughs) Anyways. To get out all the badness early. Fun facts, there are no fun facts. What about that mailbag, though, David? Fucking empty. Um, um, let's, let's do some episode ratings then. Oh yeah, episode ratings. I thought we were just gonna end. 
Oh, man. Uh, this is a super fun episode. Like, this is a weird, like, horror. This this feels like good fringe, like a good fringe event. And then they still manage to tie it into the main plot without it seeing, seeming like, like overly contrived. This is like a good four, four out of five. Yeah, I would, I would, I like do agree with you in this. I would solidly call this um, a good season one fringe episode that fixes a lot of the problems that season one has for most people in that it still has a lot of plot relevance. Um, but it's just, it's also just a fun episode. And if you want, you can take it as a decent monster of the week sort of thing. Um, so it's got, sort of got a bit of everything. Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to go even a little bit higher. I'm going to give this a four and a half. Um, I don't think it's perfect or anything, but I think it's really fun. I'm really tempted to give it a one just to spite you two, but <laughs> you can. Nah, nah, I'll give it a four. It's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, good. Just, There's just good shit. The, the temp the tempo is a little bit off which is where probably by 0.5 comes off for it um but other than that it's it's fine and the tempo is fine for like a horror movie uh sort of what i'd state it as yeah that's yeah. fair um all right uh in that case um we'll uh we'll head into our outro here so uh david can be less angry potentially i'm um, never and... not angry <laughs> and i'm I like bruce let... banner it's my secret. Uh-oh. I'm always you can, angry. You can tell you can tell it's a Nick outro because David will interrupt me as into I try a very and start it. Big green man of purple pants. Uh, anyways. Hey, um, thanks so much for uh thanks so much for listening to this episode of Four Seasons in a Funeral. Uh if you wanna go see David turn into an angry green man with purple pants, uh you should check out Twitter, because I'm sure he'll post a photo of that there. Uh if you didn't know we're on Twitter, um at Forsaft. Uh that I is posted at on that so fucking long, my hey, dude. <laughs> hey man, I expect you to body paint yourself green and go find some purple pants now. Um, Where am I going to get green body? Uh, it, wait, no, it is October. I, it could be very easy to find it's, green body paint. David, it's so easy to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, if David doesn't do that and you want to complain and you don't have a Twitter account to do it, um, you can send us an email at forsaf at gmail.com and give us a strongly worded complaint about why David hasn't painted his body green yet. Um, if he does do that and you've come from this episode, you went to check the Twitter and he has, why not give us a like on whatever podcatching service that you're on? Cause like, hell yeah, that's some commitment to the bit from David. Um, if he hasn't, then, you know, I, I don't blame you for not giving us a like, it's fine. Uh, we'll blame David for that part. Um, and yeah, give us a lot of like on whatever podcatching service you're listening to, whether that be like Spotify, Google play, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio, or our home at Podbean. <laughs> Uh, why? iHeartRadio. Why the iHeartRadio one? Because someone's listening on iHeartRadio. They are, and it infuriates me. <laughs> so shoutouts to you, iHeartRadio listener. Um, and yeah, I think that about covers it. Outro. <laughs> The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.